Oh, hello. Looks like you found me. Thank you so much for finding your way over to hear me out. Enjoy the episode. Smooches. Salam, everyone. It's me, Wally. And I'm here today with our very, very first special guest, Paige. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh my god, thank you for coming. Um, well, I guess I'm here at your place, so I should say thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, and as you heard, I introduced myself with a salam this time. I think I'm going to do that from now on. It means it's like a greeting in my language. So I think that'd be fun. For Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I say bonjour a lot in real life, but that's whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today the, we wanted to talk about the few blog posts since our last podcast episode we had. Um, so we're going to talk about our, the first poem I released, um, the Ready For It blog post, and Paige's guest post, mm-hmm. uh, Home For Christmas, uh, which I was super excited to have her do that. And thank you for doing that. It was yeah. such a good post. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed writing it. I'm excited for to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for to hear everyone's response, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, all right, so let's get to it. We'll start with the poem. Um, I think I wrote this poem in... I want to say 2014, 2015-ish, okay. when I was in acting school around that time, because that's when I started writing all the poetry in that book that I have, and uh, clearly I was feeling some things, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I think it was just like a lot of people telling me how I should live my life, which still happens, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't know, I like to do things in my own way, but hearing certain things all the time, so you start to believe it. Yeah, it's true. Like, we become... We become who others perceive us as. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. It is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's a... a, It was a good starter poem because there's a lot of them that, like, eventually you'll see can get really dark and triggering. Um, But I think that poetry is one of those things that, like, is super helpful for me, especially to, like, get those feelings out. Um, yeah, I agree. It's a great outlet. Yeah, oh, for sure. And uh, what did you think of this poem when you first read it? So I liked... My first thought of this poem is that it is dark, the content mm-hmm. um, and the context, but that the fact that you wrote it in couplets mm-hmm. is kind of like playful and light, which I really like that contrast. And... Um, I think that what you're talking about in this poem is a really universal feeling of, you know, should I be this way? Should I be that way? I want to do this, but I'm too scared. Mm -hmm. And how do I not get overwhelmed and debilitated by this feeling of emptiness that sometimes comes over us when we're trying to find our place in life? Yeah, and I, and I, you, yeah, I think it's funny that you noticed like the little the way I made it and like the way mm-hmm. I wrote it and coupled it together because I always love playing with different ways of writing. Yeah, like I always have like I don't think there's any poem in there that you will see that's the exact same format. Right. Um, I always like get an idea of writing some kind of a poem, uh, and then I'll like write it and like do different things with the way that it's, you know, seen or written. Like, in, like this is a couplet, you said. And, like, sometimes yeah. it'll be, like, long stanza, stanzas versus 
other times where it's just like one kind of giant paragraph or right. something. Um, yeah. I think it's just fun to like play around with all that. And I think it's like talking about all these things and like all the dark stuff that we all go through that sometimes I feel like we all feel like we're the only ones that are feeling those things. For sure. Which I think can be hard. Very hard. Um, yeah. And we'd have to just remember, remind ourselves that it's we're not the only ones that are going through this. And yeah. That there's ways to like let that out, whether it's through poetry or talking to other people about it, or writing poetry and sharing that. Exactly. Um, which that's one of that was one of my really, like that was really important to me to do with this blog too. Like I didn't want it to be just about me talking the whole time, mm-hmm. um, which obviously is going to be a lot of that. And I want you all to know the things that I go through and that I'm going through or that I've been through in the past. To hopefully, like, even in the, with this poem, like, I want you all to not make sure you don't feel alone because everyone goes through certain things. And I have to remind myself of that a lot of the times where I feel like I'm going through so much crap and then I feel guilty for thinking that I'm, you mm-hmm. know, important enough to, like... Special. Exactly. Yeah. So I want everyone to, like, out there, like, the cliche, like I said, of, you know, making sure that you realize that we all go through stuff and that it's okay to talk about it and not feel judged for it. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, so I think this was a, like you said, it is a dark poem, but it's a, it was a good starter one because it's not. Yeah, and it's super not dark. too. It's not too dark at all. No. Like it's not uncomfortable. Um, I think it's also the perfect choice for the first poem that you've shared. Is this the first poem on your blog that you've shared? This is the first poem on the blog. Yeah. Um, I've shared a couple other ones on like Instagram, but like in, right. with the um, the caption, right? But never yeah. on the blog. And I've read a few of your poems mm-hmm. as well, like as when we are together at work or hanging out, and I really Some like some of the other ones are they're super dark. <laughs> well, I really like this choice though because it goes with like how you introduce yourself in the Hear Me Out blog mm-hmm. or in the I Found Wally yeah. blog. Sorry. Um, cause just talking about like, you know, introducing that your blog is about your journey and kind of how it's an ongoing discovery of self and questioning yourself and yeah. kind of reflecting on like past selves and... Well, I think that's, a, that's kind of what life is all about is like learning and unlearning your own stuff and mm-hmm. other things in life. Cause yeah. I don't think you can ever stop learning and it's okay to unlearn stuff that you've been taught and be realize that those are potentially wrong or not necessarily right um i think we spoke about this the first few times we were working together with i didn't realize until like this year or was it last year i can't remember exactly but that the term aboriginal for example isn't correct Mm -hmm. because it's just so normalized it is everyone says it and then when someone was like no it's you should say indigenous or native because aboriginal means not original like holy shit, that's true. Yeah. Like, I did not realize that. Yeah. You say abnormal, exactly. which is, like, not normal. So it's, like, why did like why do we say this for that? Like, that was crazy. Yeah. Because it is, and even growing up as an Indigenous woman, like, I used to say Aboriginal all the time because that was just the standard, the normal right. way to describe that type of people. And, and then once you look at it from that perspective, like... And we've talked about this a lot too, like the power of language mm-hmm. and how much, you know, words really matter. And, yeah. And yeah, they have a long lasting effect. And so. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And I think it's like me being like 
not from Canada and having to take the citizenship test and everything too. Like the word, the wording and everything too. It always said Aboriginal or First Nations, which I guess that's not as bad. But no, again, it's not yeah. correct. Well, First Nations it can be. is it's so complicated because yeah. there's like Indigenous First Nations and Métis. Oh right, okay. So it depends on like geographic location and also. Um, Autonomy, like mm-hmm. what you choose to identify as. I know some Indigenous people who prefer the term Aboriginal. Okay. So, but they're self-proclaimed as Aboriginal. Gotcha. But from a colonizer, white person standpoint, if you are just grouping all Native people as Aboriginal, right. that's when it becomes problematic. Okay. See, mm-hmm. learning new things. I mm-hmm. didn't. Um, it's it's great to question all these things yeah and that kind of goes that's so cool that you said that because today in um in a group meeting that i'm a part of that is indigenous based we were talking about making mistakes as humans Mm -hmm. and everyone makes mistakes but um one way to look at it from my culture is we don't make mistakes we just learn lessons Mm. so even how like, you might learn that it's wrong to call someone Aboriginal, but instead of thinking, oh, I I messed up or I made that mistake, no, it's actually just a lesson because mm-hmm. you learn why we don't or why right. we don't want you to. And Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think it, it's like the, when you said some people prefer the term Aboriginal, I think yeah. it, in a lot of ways it's like the term queer has been taken exactly. back to with the community that I'm a part of, I guess, like, because yeah. it's been used as a derogatory term for so long. Yeah. Um, oh, I love, I love yeah, these so conversations. Cool. We have these conversations all the time at, we work, really do. Like, at work or we after work. We <laughs> um, Let's move on to the uh, second, or the, I guess, the blog post for, um, that I had ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I Is wanted this to... release. Yes. Um, uh, I wanted to, like, talk about, like, how we kind of home I guess the term home is like what does that really mean you know and Mm -hmm. like I think to me it just means being comfortable in Mm -hmm. a place um whether that's home like where you live or it's work wherever you can consider anything home yeah um I think sometimes a person can be your home yeah it's Um, not always a physical space yeah and I think it's it's crazy to me to like when I wrote this and I started writing it it's funny because I started writing this and then I forgot to save it, mm-hmm. so it went away. So I had to restart it. Hmm. And it was a completely different... Like, I had maybe started, like, two, I guess, paragraphs or whatever. So it wasn't, like, a lot, but still, it was, like... And then now it's, like, completely different. And I was, like, I like this better. So it's, like, I Ooh. guess that was just the universe's way of yeah. <laughs> fixing things for me. For sure. Um, but, yeah, it, it's crazy to, like, grow up in a place and not feel your authentic self. Yeah. And then not feel like you can express yourself, I guess. And then finally realizing when you feel more at home that you can just be yourself and none of it really matters yeah um gabby my roommate and i were just talking about this today i she i used when i lived at her uh, mom's house for a bit before we found our own place um i used to sleep in her mom's like arts and crafts room basically with on the cot Mm -hmm. and uh one morning i woke up 
And Gabby was like, why is there glitter all over your face? I'm like, because I'm gay. What? (laughs) (laughs) I made a joke about it. And it was just because Arts and Crafts room has glitter all over the place. Right, yeah. And it's funny because now I've started to like wear makeup and stuff. So there's all the time there's glitter all over my face. (laughs) It's kind of like a full circle moment. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's that's part of me feeling more comfortable with where I'm living and where I'm working and all that. And um, so. And with yourself. Yeah, right? oh, for sure. And, yeah, I reread, I've read this blog entry of yours three times now, so I reread it today for the third time, and, yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, I remember writing a poem a few years ago, and one of the lines was, I'm homesick for a place that does exist, but not in tangible ways. Mm. And it's that feeling of, not feeling in tune with myself Mm -hmm. and no matter where I am I feel like I want to run away and it's not knowing where my home is because I don't feel at home with myself right and yeah so at the end of the day like our ourselves are our home Mm -hmm. you know oh gosh yeah (laughs) make me feel all the feels and like to be honest with all of you like this past week or so has been really weird for me Mm -hmm. emotionally I don't know about you (laughs) but I'm sure you've noticed Mm -hmm. um so I don't want to like pretend like everything is all good and like that I'm not going to feel emotions so if I cry just so you know I'm not like and that was part of like my whole thing was like I don't want it to always be fake positivity and preaching like let's all be okay all the time because that's not realistic yeah um so anyway just so you all know this past week or so has been really weird for me and emotional um so a lot happening yeah, yeah. A lot lots happening. happening lots changing i guess this year is um, really going out with a bang yeah yeah i can attest to the fact that i think we were just talking before we started recording that november has just been a tough month yeah and really challenging the notion of home mm-hmm. and, oh for sure yeah I feel like it's like a common theme around, around among the people year. Yeah. who I've been talking to. Yeah. So close to me. And that's the other thing too. It's like I think even like, I feel like was it around the beginning of the month where you were kind of feeling off and like. Yes. And yeah. I, I was feeling so much for you and now I'm like, now I'm feeling kind of off. Yeah. And I'm like, it's crazy because we always, I think even in those moments, I still think I'm the only one feeling these things. Yeah. And it's not. Like, At it's all, way no. better to talk about it and... It is. Get those feelings out. Yeah. Um, even though I hate talking about my feelings and emotions because I always think, I'm like, why does anyone care? But it's like, no, just do it. Which is why I kind of started this blog too. Yeah. <laughs> just and writing all this time. Care. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. I mean, yeah, I need to realize that more often yes. too. Um, but yeah, this was, you know, just talking about that and like, talking about like the fact that the people you surround yourself with if they uplift you and make you think that what you're doing isn't wrong um it's just you mm-hmm. like who cares yeah like to me as long as i'm not like i'm not going around murdering people and doing all these horrible things right like why does it matter if i'm wearing a little bit of makeup or if i'm wearing a quote-unquote woman's dress um, yeah. like it should, none of that should matter, but you know. Yeah. And I mean, we both already know that when people have problems with things like that, 
it's about them and right. not about you. A lot of times it's their own insecurities or yeah. whatever. But that's hard to remember when it's directed at you and it feels like a personal attack. Yeah. Right? I have to like constantly remind myself not to go on the defensive right off the bat. Yeah. Because um, it's like that in itself kind of, I guess, is also my own insecurity of not being a thousand percent comfortable. Right. Because um, if it was, if I was, then I wouldn't really care at all. Um, but funny story, I think you were there on... Um, the day before Halloween, when we were at work. <laughs> the costume? <laughs> <laughs> this is a really funny, uh, quick story. I was wearing this, like, green dress mm-hmm. um, with, like, a yellow headband with a bow on it. Mm-hmm. It was the day before Halloween, and I don't remember if I was wearing my boots with the heels. No, I was wearing the boots that I'm wearing now. So they were just, like, quote-unquote man boots, like, snowshoes, I guess. I don't yeah, know. nothing um, fancy. Yeah, nothing like... Super cute outfit. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Um, and so anyway, so I was serving this table and, uh, this <laughs> lady looks at me as I come up to the table and she's like, oh, I was going to say a nice costume, but I wasn't sure if it was a costume or not. And I just look at her. I'm like, oh, it's, they're just my regular clothes. And she's like, oh, well, it's not a nice costume. Like so like derogatory. And I was like, yeah. And so dismissive. Of yeah. You. Like I just I'm told you it wasn't. <laughs> also the fact that you were saying I was going to say a nice costume, but I wasn't sure if it was. Don't say so it at don't all. Don't say it, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, do you think I'm this lazy? Like, what do you think this costume is? <laughs> yeah. A dress and a headband? What is that? <laughs> like, I don't even know. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, that was just really funny to me that I'm like, is this what's making it okay for you to think that, oh, I'm in your m- mind a quote-unquote man wearing quote-unquote woman's clothing? Like, does that make it easier for you that it's a costume? Right. Rather than just accepting exactly. that these are just clothes? Yeah. On her body. Like, because you don't understand it, do I need to... Right. Like, simplify it or dumb it down for you. So, yeah, that was super, super funny to me um, that that even, like, was a thing. I'm like, what are you saying I know. to me? I remember being behind the bar and I could overhear it and I was, like, just cringing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. I know. Some of the cringe-worthy things that customers say sometimes, oh, I'm like... yeah. They're real. Oh. Yeah. It's real cringe moments. And I, like, I've worked, like, retail and... Um, customer service basically my whole life so like it's mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's a big thing yeah. some of the things that happens oh this one time this lady like held up her hand at my face no she didn't and I was like do you want to fight like what oh my <laughs> I didn't gosh. I didn't say that but I, I what I said I think exactly to her because she was being rude to me I was like I was like I, okay I was like you really don't need to be disrespectful and hold your hand up to my face brutal like, and then she thought I was being disrespectful to her by saying that. Of course. So I was like, <laughs> okay. And I just went to the back room. <laughs> I just like laughed and like left. Because she was only talking to the manager about her issue or whatever. It was really dumb. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, um, this is not a great segue at all, but let's move on to <laughs> Home for Christmas. Um, pages... Speaking of rude, obnoxious people. <laughs> <laughs> like the exact opposite. <laughs> You're the like so sweet, um, <laughs> and uh, I think I even said this in the, my intro, uh, like that you're one of the most like easygoing people, and like I just felt so comfortable around you right off the bat, um, and like I felt like I could trust you, and we had like kind of mm-hmm. super serious conversations right off the bat. Yeah, like I don't know that one night when we like both cried to each other. Like, that was like my third shift with you. Yeah, second or third. <laughs> like it, it was. It and, was like, so our soon. First, like real 
one-on-one conversation yeah. we like both cried and like yeah, it was great and then we said i love you to each other and it was it was yeah. great it was <laughs> it just felt so good and natural it felt like home oh my god oh. Uh, that's a great segue right? good job i'm gonna like, feel all the things um so yeah when i um read this too i just i felt like joy um it was so nice what was that what would you say like why did you decide to write this well i wasn't sure what i wanted to write about when you asked me to guest star on your podcast and blog and then you had already had your ready for it blog post written out Mm -hmm. and you showed me like the rough draft and i think we were just talking about like home and how you kind of wanted to go into that theme um, on your blog. And it just popped in my head, like, because I I don't know, throughout my life, like, even my sister sometimes, like, if we get excited and, I don't know, we're just in silly moods and something good happens, Lindsay will be like, oh, Merry Christmas, even if it's, like, the middle of July. Or, like, or I'll think, like, So then when you were talking about home and then December was quickly approaching and Christmas was approaching and I was like, when people say like, this feels, it feels like Christmas day or it smells like Christmas or, oh, it feels like Christmas in here. It's like, what does that mean? And to me, it means it feels like home. When Mm -hmm. I think of Christmas, I think of my family. Mm -hmm. I think of my close friends, the people I love. And feeling safe Mm -hmm. in my own house. Um, And then as I got thinking about that, especially in a time of a global pandemic, I thought, but home is not always a safe space. Mm -hmm. And some people in the world are, have no choice this year, but to stay home for Christmas. Yeah. And that could be very well not be a positive thing for them, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to talk in my blog post and kind of shed some light on, like, a different perspective because as someone who deals with anxiety and depression and I have a lot of family members who have also struggled with mental health and Christmas has not always been, like... yeah jolly good memories for me you know and throughout my life I think the older I get I realize that that's not something like I talk about openly a lot Mm -hmm. because when people talk about Christmas I find it's very like oh I'm so excited for the holidays like I already put my tree up like it's very nice warm feelings like what are you gonna bake what are you gonna make what Mm -hmm. are you gonna do who are you gonna have over and and there's a lot of pressure to feel this like chris holiday spirit yeah you know which there's nothing wrong with that necessarily if you're feeling it but don't pressure anyone else to feel that necessarily. and just and like i do i still i still have those positive like feelings Mm -hmm. about christmas but i don't want to take away from some struggles that people may have around this time of year and I really love your idea and the whole, everything that you're doing with your podcast and just being vulnerable and being candid and open about your humanness. Like, Mm -hmm. I find it very inspiring what you're doing. And (laughs) 
I just wanted, yeah, to kind of like shed some light on, you know, not everyone, like there are some people struggling at this time of year and it's important to be able to talk about that without judgment and to be kind to those, to everyone mm -hmm. all the time, but mm -hmm. especially around this time of year and be patient and realize that there's a lot of stress and mm -hmm. loneliness that comes at this time of year and kind of just be there for each other. Yeah. Know? I think one of the, like, I found like this post so perfect for this time of year. Um, and uh, I think it's great to think of Christmas and the holiday season as a positive thing, but also not take away from the stress and mm -hmm. the mental like baggage that it can have potentially on people. Mm -hmm. I personally only started celebrating Christmas like three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. So to me that, you know, quote unquote magic hasn't died down yet. Like I love right. my Christmas presents. I love yes. uh, doing all that stuff. Um, but I'm also like crazy and I like buy thousand presents for literally any occasion. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is a very magical time of year. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm probably also, like, only focusing on the very commercial aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. But I always buy presents, like, I might, I might do, like, a couple, like, I always buy presents that I think the person needs or wants. Um, even if it is, like, stuff that's, you know, not necessary. It's It might be stuff that they want that they might not buy for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I think that's not necessarily a bad thing because like, they might not want to spend their money on it because they're like, oh, if, if they're worried about money. But I'm like, if I'm buying you a present and I know you want this, but you're not going to buy it for yourself, why not? Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, I, One of your favorite, like one of my favorite lines that you said in the thing is, um, home is where the heart is, but sometimes the heart breaks. Um, mm. Because that like just resonates with me so much. And... Uh, I don't know. I just it just felt like it just hit me <laughs> mm -hmm. in yeah. such a such a good, but also like whew, right yes. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I also like that you mentioned the fact that we assume that it's always a positive thing, and that we also assume that everyone celebrates Christmas. That too, because that's not true. I didn't celebrate Christmas until a few yeah. years ago, um, and. I, the whole, like, quote-unquote war on Christmas is such a crazy thing to me that people make it about that. Yeah. I'm like, it's not about that. It's like, if someone doesn't celebrate Christmas either, like, you shouldn't force them to say Merry Christmas. No. Um, and, like, I don't necessarily, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm super religious in any aspect or anything, but you, if someone truly is in a different religion, uh, like Islam, for example, and it's considered wrong to even say it... Mm -hmm. Like, you should respect that decision. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is, uh, this is, I love, I love this. I think it's a perfect post. Um, and I think that it's, uh, hopefully you all enjoy it. I'm sure you will. Thank um, you, yeah. And uh, I think we'll, I love talking to you and going off on tangents about random stuff that um, we do <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, and I'm sure we'll be back at some point together or you'll have another guest spot or we'll be on the podcast together. Absolutely. I'd um, love to. We, I, I'm thinking about doing different like games and stuff too on the podcast sometimes. So we'll, uh, we'll probably introduce that at some point and, uh, nice. I'm sure you'll be there. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to, I guess, take this last bit of the podcast to thank everyone that I, um, that have helped me in the past little bit. Um, I want to obviously, thank um Paige for 
helping me edit the Ready For It post and um, helping me with some of the, you know, mm-hmm. titles for things as well. You know I love grammar. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I love it. I It's funny because I can see other people's like writing mistakes so easily yeah but I don't know why I can't always see my own yeah I think it's because like some well sometimes when I'm reading my own stuff I read like what I already think is there right so it's like I read too fast and I skip over those mistakes because I know what I'm trying to say Mm mm-hmm so yeah, I'm happy. Happy to edit it. <laughs> it's funny because my friend. You can edit mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like literally like two the smallest mistakes that you yes, probably same. wouldn't even notice. Um, no, it's funny because my friend Rachel, who um, a lot of times will like write uh, scripts together, um, or like she'll I'll write a script and she'll help me edit it because and in my mind I think everything is like there. Um, or like everything totally makes sense because exactly. I know what I'm writing. Yeah. But then she'll read it and she's like, what, what is this scene? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, this is what I like, what, what it was about. She's like, well, okay, Wally, I'm not in your head. Yeah. And neither is the audience. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to make oh, it right. more clear. Right. I'm like, oh, you're right. You can't read my mind. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, thank you so much, Paige, for guest, uh, blogging and guest podcasting with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. And so for being who you are, I think you're one of the like newest lights in my life and mm-hmm. uh, I don't ever want to lose that um mm-hmm. and uh who else do I want to thank I want to thank um uh Rachel I mentioned her again because she is amazing and we had a we always have our Tuesday meetings um which is great mm-hmm. and uh she's helped me through a lot and talking stuff out um I want to thank Josie again for uh, creating my two amazing artwork pieces for the blog and the podcast um I'll be using you in the future again for sure. I want to do some stuff with uh, Jacqueline's stuff. So hopefully that'll be fun. And um, I just, yeah, I want to thank everyone who, I can't name every single person in my life right now, but whoever just like makes me feel good and accepted and uh, welcome um, and like okay for me to be who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone you want to thank? Well, you. (laughs) I want to thank you. For being who you are. Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm so grateful that we met. Mm-hmm. And I just know that we were supposed to meet. And thank you for asking me to write, because that really helped me as well mm-hmm. on a personal level. And thank you to all of the readers and the listeners. Yes. And, and same, yeah. Just thank you. You know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. Thanks I think we both are like... being ho- my home. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I think we're both also the kind of people that like, if you're in our lives, you're there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like, I wouldn't waste my time spending time with someone I didn't, that didn't, you yeah, know, no. I didn't need. Um, anyway, so yeah, thank you so much. Um, thank you for finding me and hearing me out. Um, uh, I hope you all stay gorgeous. And uh, anything else you want to say? And chimiguetch. Ooh, what's Which that? means big thanks in Ojibwe. Oh, that's amazing. And smooches. <laughs> smooches, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Bye.